The Living Room Sessions, presented by CIMV Media. Got me searching for the pieces of my heart. It's been obliterated. In a house on fire. Try catching the cold. With some ripped up jeans and a V-neck flying low. <laughs> I can do anything you desire. Right on a boat made of sticks that you got on your seaside trips. So much with it. Just let me in. Thank you. Thank you. So we'll get to the whole COVID and lockdown and the performing in a bit, but we're going to go from the end of the Yaz, Sparrow and the Yaz, and we're going to go into the fact that everybody was kind of going their own way, and then Big Burn Supper appears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does anybody know where I'm going with this? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a very prominent yes. <laughs> I do indeed. <laughs> And so Big Burn Supper appears, and for the first year it was very nice, and it was very friendly. <laughs> and for the second year it was very snowy, and a lot of it got cancelled. <laughs> and then became the imagining of Le Haggis. And I got to see the preview. I was very, very lucky. I think there was a few other people in this room that were there that night as well. You know, and we go along, and as an audience member, I went along not knowing what to expect. And by the end, I certainly got a lot more than I expected. Uh. So, talk to us about La Haggis. And I, mean, I made a joke earlier on when you weren't here about Dumfries seeing you more or less naked more than your wife has done. <laughs> you know, and, and to be fair, I think a lot of people, there was a lot of disappointment when you stop being in La Haggis. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Right? <laughs> um, oh, I'll, and I'll, I'll make a comment about that in just a second, but I want to talk to you. So, when the idea was brought to you about La Haggis and about Burns and about not much on, in January, by the way, that's a brave move. Mm. Uh, mm. Oh. It was, it was, <laughs> it was great. I, I mean, it was, I, I didn't know what it was. I don't think anybody actually knew what it was. I mean, no one really even knew what it was when we started to do it. Do you know what I mean? It was a kind of a Caledonian cabaret with Scottish-influenced music and pop artists and rock artists in Scotland and folk music and a kind of fusion and a, and a kilt. It's got to be leather, but you've not got to wear it. And you've, you've got to, like, be rabby, but he's confused and he's into other women. And You know what I mean? It was this kind of... Well, technically, it, that was Rabi. That was Rabi. Yeah. And, no, it was, and, and it was, there was a kind of... Like, like, I guess in the early days, was a kind of physical narrative. There was no talking during the show. So you, you, you'd, done a, you'd, you'd done a bit, and you... Um, the, and you'd, I mean, we'd done all sorts. I remember doing the first show. I'll take it back to that, because it was, it, was, it was great. and it was, it, it, The circus acts were kind of getting called out. The show was never really planned. There was a kind of spirit to it where it was like, just go and do it. 
So you were given music and you could just be given a stage, which I quite like, to be fair. You know, it's like, oh, great. So, Here we so go. was the nakedness your idea? Uh, the nakedness never came until later on. I, I got my top off um, for a while and it was Yeah, but, it was but as you're saying, you were just given, a, yeah. given the narrative and off you go to make something of your own. So It felt like the right thing to do. Like, like, I know it seems a bit silly, but... Okay, so... It was a point where I was like... Because, because there was burlesque dancers in it. Yeah. And they were, they were great at what they'd done. They were professionals. You know, they, were, they were great at doing what they'd done. I, I remember seeing and them. And they were yes. heavily clad. You know, the, the, you know the, the Jamie, I remember the Jamie the first year, his body like a Greek statue, you know, perfect. And, you know, but I, I, I created the balance, you see. So, I, so I, I, was, I thought I was quite cheeky. Here we go, here we, here we go. And I got my top off, and then I, I just remember thinking, we're doing well amount of time. I was like, I should just take this kilt off. And just thinking that it would just be a bet that... Because you don't know if that's going to... Well, you certainly don't know if it's going to go right. <laughs> that's for sure. Because that's a scary thing to do. And there was no... Well, you were in the round as well. And people around you thought, I remember the first time. And then I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, you know. And then after a while, I just got kind of used to it. And it was a kind of, um, you know, like I'd go and take my jacket off in, in a song. And then I would take off like a coat. And then it'd be a waistcoat. And then it'd be a little thing out here on my neck, you know. And then it was just like, poof. <laughs> it would drop to the floor. And I don't know, I, I remember doing it and thinking this was quite, it, it seems bizarre talking about it, but there was a kind of, there was a warmth in the room. It, it, you know, <laughs> there was a warmth. <laughs> wasn't that? Wasn't that? <laughs> it so was a kind of, it, it was, it was, I know was it was like silly. a menopausal there was a, the, the, No, no, right. it, no. Ah, oh, come on, Ali. Jeez, oh, are we going there? I've gone there, I've gone there. It was, it, nah, it was just, um, it was, no, nah, it was fine. You know what I mean? You, you were doing it and then it, there was a kind of chuckle, like you just done there. Ah, ah, ah. And then there was, <laughs> I've not tried. <laughs> so our audience has just cackled over here. <laughs> there was a kind of thing and everybody's watching, there was a kind of laugh and then we, we sang. Together, we sang Wild Mountain Time while someone's naked on stage, and that seemed very natural. <laughs> there was something about the purple heather and up the hills, and here we go. I don't know. It was nice. It was all right. I mean, in the end, I had to kind of thought. So the first so year um, when Lahagis happened, when Grant wasn't in it, I was also there. And there was... A, there was the gentleman that took on the role of Rabbi, he did a very, very good job. I thought, I thought he was a fine actor, fine entertainer. But when the clothes came off, the woman on the table behind me must have had a couple of shandies too many <laughs> and didn't realise how quiet everybody else was. And when she went, he's not got the same body as Grant. <laughs> right across the Spiegel tent and everybody held it. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. So, but I also remember having a conversation with somebody who said, ah, but he used to cover himself with a ukulele. Is that not a small instrument? No, that's not true. I've only done that once. <laughs> and I tell you, it's why I've done it once. <laughs> it was the most dangerous stunt I've ever done in my life. I'll never do it again. No. It was frightening. It was frightening. So, oh, do you want... I'll never do it again. Did, did anybody see the ukulele stunt? Oh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it, was, it was not a good idea, and I only done it once, and I was like, no, that's the last time I'll do that. Yeah, you never, you never have a guitar with strings facing towards your body. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
So that's, that's the nicest way I could put it. If you want to imagine a Mincer and Morrisons, you'll know the same thing. Uh, <laughs> so shall we do a song now and while well, we get that thought out of everyone's head? Hey, we should let's do Whale Mountain Time. That'd be quite nice. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to do it. But it's a nice song. It's, it's actually one of my favourite songs at Wild Amount of Time. I love it. So we could maybe sing together. Or not. Whatever you want to do. It's very hot in here, isn't it? I'm going to it is. These lights are quite warm. Everybody else, are, they're okay. I, I'm just going to... Take my jack. <laughs> in the spirit of Wild Mountain Time. You're absolutely right. On cue. And we're stopping at the jacket. All right? Please. I'm, I'm not comfortable with that. It's close to you. <laughs> oh, the summertime is coming. And the trees are sweetly blooming. And the wild mountain time Grows around the blooming heather Will you go, lassie, go And we'll all go together Take the wild mountain time All around the blooming heather Will you go I will build my love a bar by yon clear crystal fountains, and on it I will pile all oh, the flowers of the mountains. Will you go, lassie, go? And we'll all go together Tape a mountain time All around the blooming heather Will you go, lassie, go? If my true love, she'll not come Then I'll surely find another Tapeworm mountain time All around the blooming heather Will you go, lassie, go Let's all do it together And we'll all go together Tapeworm all around the blooming heather Will you go, lassie, go And we'll all go together Tape a mountain time All around the blooming heather Will you go, lassie, go Will you go, lassie, go? Thank you. That was lovely.
So after La Haggis, and you say you weren't doing that anymore, you'd done that for a while and you moved on, and love was in the air. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Mmm. Are we going down this road? Mmm. Okay. So, she's far enough away, she can't hit me for anything that I say at the moment. <coughs> at the moment. So love was in the air, and I'm trying to remember when that happened, because I actually think I'd, I, I randomly bumped into the pair of you on one of your first dates. Um, and it was during the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I had that moment of... It was at the Ice Bowl, remember? It was during the ah. European Hockey Championships when we had them here. That was right, aye, we yeah, went to that. Yeah. Remember that bit? Mm -hmm. And I walked towards them and I had the whole, hiya, how you doing? And the pair of them just looked startled and I had the whole, I've walked into something I'm not supposed to know about. <laughs> Have a nice day, see you later on. I don't know what that was, it's no. all gone now. Maybe it was just you didn't want to talk to me. Maybe, maybe. Wow, rude. Um, <laughs> But yeah, of course, you met Beth, and you're married, yep. and you've got kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you seem to be genuinely one of the busiest people I know. Mm -hmm. But you've still got so much, because you're, you're very much a family man at the same time. Because you know, we, we often meet with the boys, mm -hmm. we bump into each other. Um, and is that not, how does the balance of that work for you? Apart from having a very, very understanding wife. Well, that's the first thing. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing. Um, how does it work? We, we, we kind of make it work. Beth's, Beth's massively supportive of me because um, it's not easy being with someone that's like me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've, it's so much... If I... Be, being a, being, a, being oh, no, in the gig industry. I, I think I've made Grant do when he's speechless. I know, I am. I, <laughs> I know I am because I want to say the right thing and it's, it's, it does mean a lot to me that uh, someone supports you because uh, being in the gig industry or, it, and, or a subcontractor, because I teach through the week and I, I do all these things to provide income and provide the family. And um, it's kind of like being a prospector you know what I mean? You're kind of looking for little bits of gold and it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get a little nugget and you, you have to go back to it. And it's, you know, it'd be far I'm nicer sometimes, I'm sure, for Beth to know that I'm coming back at a certain time or not coming back at three in the morning from a gig. She's uh, been massively supportive and actually probably more so as times went on. And she deals with that tremendously well. Um, because it, it is, you know, it must be difficult. I can see it sometimes like, what do you mean you're going off? What, what's going on? Where are we going? I said, I have to go this bit now and go to do this thing and come back. And um, uh, she, She's always been kind of used to it, but it, you could be used to it. And then as soon as you get a mortgage and bills and kids, it does get, you know, there's tricky times, but we always make time for each other and uh, make sure that we give as much, give all of the time to the kids is, is outside work. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's what it's all about. And we... I think we do really well. I think we do really well. You do. Would, would you? Would a shit? She's pulling her. She's at the bar. Kids are away for the night. <laughs> Can I point out, Grant? She's the one over there that looks like your wife. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, just, just, just so we know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, has having being in a marriage, which mm. is a partnership, although it's not necessarily a fifty-fifty split. I'm in a similar situation, um, and having kids has that changed? the influences of the things that you write about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, 
I think um, I think it's I think it's I think it's all about what I write about is is people and, and the relationship. I, I never had that for years. Um, I never had many obstacles really. I just you know you go away to do performing arts at college and you're in this world and it's great and it's ah oh I can do anything and you're sort of becoming these characters on stage that you're trying to represent, but you've got no experience of it yourself. And that's really, that really tells to you at some point, you kind of go, I've got no experience of this. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it came naturally after that. You know, it's like, it, it's nice to be able to, I can watch the kids grow and you can write about that. I'm a reflective writer, so I, I write about things that have happened before and then I can put it together. So, um, Oh, it's 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 amazing, the the, the whole experience. I can't. Um, um, I, I write about. I, I log it all the time. Yeah. All the way through. Because I have to say, as as a friend, and as somebody who has watched you throughout the years, I've noticed a massive change in you. And it's it's not just it's not a bad change. It's it's without a doubt it's a maturity. Mm. You know, and it's almost a a toning back. You know. Mm. You've, I mean, the, the gravel voice and the way you sing is always, always going to be the way it is. But your your songwriting and your lyricism has has totally changed, and it's an it's an amazing thing to watch Thanks. because it's it's like you found your grounding as an artist, as the artist that you want to be, and the road that you want to take with that. Yeah. And you're listening to your music. It's definitely all about experiences and all about observations of life, not just your life, other people's lives as well. But you're writing now from such a mature point of view on it that it's so relatable. Oh yeah, I mean that first that first time you pay a mortgage, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh shit, like is this what everybody does? <laughs> you know, I was like, it was such a draw. I'm like, God, this is hard actually. You know, and then you sort of reflect that everybody does this. You know, and that that connects you really quick. You know, you start realizing that everybody has little struggles, and then. I've always tried to perform one foot in the audience and one foot on stage, you know, because and try to get that connection. If something doesn't work, I'd move on from it. But it's always about an audience and, and people. That's what and people are living, breathing things. You, you should absorb it and uh, the bad and the good, you know. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's it's like tonight. I don't write down any questions whatsoever. Right? None of this is pre-planned. Maybe you should. <laughs> Well, maybe when you do a set list, you might want to pick a song you're going to sing. Yeah. Well, um, it, none of it's pre-planned, right? So I listen to it. I take it off of you. So observations of things that you say, and that's where we're going to go next, and this, that, next thing. I've got ideas in my head, but there's not a single question in there. There's mm. not many brain cells in there either, to be perfectly honest. That's not well, true. But it's, it's just, it, it's, it's the way it works mm -hmm. from the, the artist's point of view. You've got to use what's around you. And tonight, I use you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do is um, we're going to have one more song and yep. then we're going to have a, a break because it is very hot here. Whew. Yeah. It's hot and, under these lights. And we'll let you all go and get <clears throat> your aperitifs for 20 minutes. So we'll have one more song from Grant and this time he's going to tell us what it is and he's going to know what it is. This is called... See? Could never be children's TV presenters, put it that way. This is called Oh May, this is a new song, so no one's heard this. It's quite nice, I thought I'd just burst out. I recorded it at Ferg's, um, roughly we, we sent it to the boys, and we quite like it, so I'm going to try it tonight, and I, I might get the lyrics wrong, but that doesn't matter, because I've never played it before. 
¿Qué te va a creer vos? There's only so much in a bottle of red I guess by time outside my head Falling the veil is far to dry Forgetting the rhythm that's come on my But if you give me a chance I'll change my ways But just enough to say I've changed See, once forgiven, twice a fool I'm seven times lucky I'm a fool for you Thank you very much for listening to the LRS podcast with myself, Ali Donahue, and we'll be back with you very, very soon. Don't forget, you can follow us on all our socials, starting off at our website, cimvmedia.com. Then going across to our Facebook page, Living Room Sessions Scott. And Instagram is... Living.room Sessions. Well done, you got there in the end. Woo! Take care.